get this bitch going real quick. Hold up. We're, we're speakerphone. And there you go. So what were you saying? All right. So you got to announce your, your podcast first. <laughs> oh, you want the full, full treatment. Got you. I mean, if I'm going to be, if you're going to use this as, as, as a, a topic and promote it, then yeah, I would like to be privy to the privileges of announcement. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case. And, and platform. In that case. <clears throat> Yo, and hello, it's me. Just call me T. Marie, and welcome to yet another episode of PCPOV. This is the most random, impromptu episode to ever have been recorded in the history of PCPOV. I have a guest here who, from a conversation we've been having, decided to go live on mic to finish up so i'm gonna let him do the honors of introducing himself by name age occupation <laughs> and relationship status <laughs> all right so one um you can either call me black jesus or amazo everybody picks one or the other um none of them really uh matter they both translate to the same person uh, age, you know damn well I don't tell my age, so I don't even know why you would uh, do that. That is the audience. full intro, sir, of my podcast, and you asked for the full intro. <laughs> but you, you did that knowing damn well. <laughs> Listen, so you. you, first of all, you should already know how I am. Don't threaten me with a good time. You said, let's record, let's record. Well... This is about to be a good conversation piece, and I don't. And you, as a creator, shouldn't miss out on certain stuff because I know I've I've had certain conversations where I could have used uh, those conversations as content. And I'm like, damn, I should have been recording this three hours ago because this has been really great info to share with everybody. Only because right? it's you, and because we have a history, I will let you bypass the age this one time. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for making exceptions to the rules. But you still gonna get this uh, occupation and relationship status work. So what's up? Oh, um, occupation, right? I am a structural engineer by day, and by night I'm a pro dom. And that is a professional. Dominant. Dominant. Yes. I, yes. I, I'm a professional dominant in the BDSM community. Um, I have no. I'm a heterosexual male, black heterosexual male, well, African. Um, I have no regards to who I be. Everybody can catch these hands be it male, female, transgender, gender fluid, binary, non binary. Green alien, orange alien, it really doesn't matter to me. Um, as long as you consent, you know what we're going to do, you have knowledge of what's going on in the lifestyle, and you protect yourself, because I'm going to protect my reputation. Um, so the question imposed was why, I think the question imposed was why men don't get married. Um, the relationship status. Oh, the relationship status, unpartnered. 
You said what? Unpartnered. You're unpartnered. Okay, so... As of today. Say what I said. Oh, okay. And I'm 2020. So this whole time you had me referencing to your girlfriend and you here talking about you unpartnered? Uh, so, once again, I, me and my stuff had a breakup. Mm. Just because you didn't know about it. And you want to continue to reference it. That's okay. She's still a very great person. We still work together. Well, that's good that y'all, I mean, it's sad to hear, I will say that, because you two were very cute together. You seem to compliment one another very well. Um, the age disparity, because you the over 30s, and I know Shorty is in her <laughs> 20s. So the age disparity had me shaking my head, but I see her body and I kind of get it. So I don't even, you know, fault you for real, for real. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just a sucker who for, for curves is what you're saying. I mean... I ain't never seen you in nothing not curvy. If you really want to, you know, take it there, take it there. <laughs> I will I will try to leave it alone as best as possible. We have other topics to discuss <laughs> on your Yes, platform. we do. So the conversation we were having is kind of happening, you know, mid-conversation right now. But we were talking about marriage. I was on Facebook. I happened to see someone was recently married. There was no previous, you know, information of said engagement or said marriage, you know, marriage until today. And, you know, I just thought that that was a beautiful thing. I was like, you know what? You found this person. You did all these things. It's not for clout. It's not for, you know, clicks and likes. You did it because you wanted to and you shared when you could. And you, and in turn, ended up saying. Uh, a lot of men choose not to get married because it's not really beneficial for us. And I wanted to know and in what ways is it not beneficial to a man to be married? Uh, so, for the younger generation, right, um, you can view things a little differently. Um, and I'm saying this for monogamous relationships um, because Things change within, there are definitely other types of relationships such as far as non-monogamous relationships and just alternate relationships altogether, ultimate forms of relationships, which Absolutely. are better for people of our demographic of this generation, uh, baby boom, that's untraditional to baby boomers because nothing about us is going to be traditional going forward any longer. We're not going to conform to what? others have have done for us or have the path that they have set. We just don't fit into that mold any longer. Um, so with that being said, <clears throat> excuse me, so with that being said, the difference in knowing what you want and how to get what you want versus settling for what's ahead of you or what's in front of you, the best option, right? Um, a lot of men will stay with a woman because she has the best options going forward and are unafraid to leave a woman um, for most circumstances because it's just not viable for them. It doesn't seem like a practical decision to make. Um, 
hence the reason why most relationships end because uh, men don't break up relationships. Women do. Um, not eighty percent of men will not leave a relationship no matter how toxic it is. No, that's, that's not fair bad. to say because they won't leave, but they'll do things to provoke the woman leaving. They'll cheat and be messy about it. They'll be openly disrespectful. They'll do all of the things that no will get them the boot faster. So that's not fair to say. Okay, good point. While it's not fair to say, while it's not fair to say, if a woman is being toxic, men will still not leave that situation. 80% of them. So it doesn't matter if she's abusive, if she uh, doesn't work, doesn't do this, doesn't do that. 80% of men will not leave a relationship. Hmm. So what percentage of women do you feel have that situation to where they're just out here being completely toxic and they still have a man willing to be in love with them and stand by? Like what percentage of women are in those relationships? that they're just in a toxic relationship or are they the toxic one? Or yeah, that they're the they're toxic one the toxic in the one. relationship. What percentage of women? I say 40. Because I don't want to bash all women altogether because it's, it's just not true. And once again, toxic doesn't mean to have, doesn't have to be an overtly toxic uh, effort to be toxic. Uh, do you understand what I mean by that, by any chance? Or um, I'm, to I'm trying to break it down example? in my head, but I think I'm just going to ask you to further clarify. Okay. Um, us doing things as far as, like, what we used to do, and we changed because of a partner. People may say, like, uh, if I go out to a bar, right? If I go out, well, before I was with my partner, going out to a bar was my thing. I went out with my friends every Monday to watch Monday Night Football and have drinks with my friends. That was my thing, right? I can't do that no more because of our relationship and because you don't want me doing it. That is a slightly toxic uh, tendency to get me to stop from hanging out with my friends. Okay, yeah, that's ridiculous. You can't, you, uh, any, any... That's ridiculous? Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. For a woman to, if you met him doing this, you can't come into his life and then expect him to give it up. Like, it's only because in most women's minds, the things that they used to do and then will willingly give up, they think it equates to a man doing the same thing. And that's one of those things that I talked about with you, with, you know, gender relations is that women don't really understand that. Like, we can even we can easily give up something we lo- like something we do just on the fly brunch with our girls every Saturday. We can easily give that up to just be laid up under who we want to be laid up on if we're on good terms. Let me throw that in there. <laughs> but but men are not so quick to do that, and a woman who doesn't understand that that's a little ridiculous because that's like saying if. If you really did hold those Sunday brunches with your your girls to heart, and then he comes in and tries to tell you you can't do that no more, you're going to lose your shit. So imagine that, you know, (laughs) magnified. So I don't really see how a woman who can do that is not considered toxic. That's up there with the high-level stuff. I thought you was going to say something low-level petty. No, I've got to break it down and take it to... Like you say, certain levels. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. Another one is how, like, I don't play video games, right? Um, I don't own an Xbox. I don't own a PlayStation. I got better things to do with my top. But there are some people out there who need these gaming consoles to release certain frustrations. And while it's necessary for them, it's, it is just as I say, it's a release. It's not anything that they want to get over. It's just the same way as the sub needs to release. Um, a guy could need to release just to, to, to go gaming. Um, and certain times of gaming is seen as a problem for a woman because like, she's not getting enough attention. Well, maybe this person needs to de-stress from everything going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I, I do not play video games. Video games are not my thing. Video games haven't been part of my thing for a very long time in my life. It's wow, you're, not, uh, you're a very, very, very small minority because I, I, can, I, I, can, I think I can honestly say in all my years, I may have only dated one guy who did not play video games. One. And that's just simply because he did not have any in his home. But I'm pretty sure he went to like his boy's house and shit like that and play. And I'm talking about this is as far back as high school. So, oh, wow. yeah, every dude after that, I I can very vividly rem- remember some point in time video games being a big thing to them. Video games are not a big thing to me. It's not uh, my priorities. Um, once again, I have clients. I got other streams of revenue to get, other streams of income to get. Um, so... For those that play video games, it is a stress reliever at times because it is a way for them to decompress and a way, once again, to hang out with friends and connect with friends. I had a loneliness class, and this is our most connected time of the world we've ever been. Like, we're connecting through the phone, but we are we haven't connected in person in maybe a year and a half. Actually, maybe eight months. Hmm. Me and you. Right? We haven't seen each other in how long? Shit. Uh, it's probably more than that. Because. <laughs> yeah. Shit. It, yeah, it's been yeah, a while. So... It's definitely been a while. Right. So, um, while some people may suffer from loneliness, and I know that many people may not recognize loneliness as a thing, but loneliness is a full thing, and many people deal with it in certain ways. So if a guy uses gaming to with his friends to deal with his loneliness and a woman sees that as I'm not getting enough attention from my guy, mm. that then becomes a problem on both ends that they don't know how to deal with. And people look to see marriage as the solve all be all like, all right, so now I'm here with you, you're here with me, you're not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. And people don't know how to structure a contract relationship with each other uh, and or how to just put into words and feelings like this isn't working for me I need something better just to just to work for us to work together and that happens often as well hmm. you said a few things <laughs> uh, also if you can turn down what you listening to in the background a little bit you got it Sorry about that. Yeah, so that's all. But you said a few things there. It's, um... So I agree with you as far as saying, you know, the time and attention part. 
I get that. A lot of people need that FaceTime. They need to have your full and undivided attention. But I also believe that 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 clarity in that comes from actually having these conversations prior to. A lot of times when people ask certain questions in the getting to know each other phase, those questions can seem a little intrusive. They can seem a little, you know, like it's too much weight on them when in all actuality, it could just be I'm trying to understand how to communicate to you in certain nonverbal and verbal ways. Because somebody who needs attention like that, that should be discussed because that is not necessarily the norm. It isn't for me, at least. Because I can very much, you know, do the alone together thing. Like, I can very well be on my laptop, on my phone, on my tablet, and you playing video games. We in the same room not saying nothing to each other. But the fact that you're there, I could look over, I could fuck with you a little bit if I want to, and then go back to doing what I'm doing. I love that shit. Other women are mm-hmm. not like that. <clears throat> so and, for me, and, uh, that, that, sorry. No, no, no. Say what you was about to say. So while you're great at that, right, and that is something that you're able to handle, able to do, able to feel out, and to say, hey, I have this in my bag to where my my ability to let you be you on that, that end of the room is easier than my ability to hamper you at, on this side of the room. Like, you don't need to be all over me to understand, like, hey, I'm together with you, but I don't need to be on top of you while together with you. Hmm. So that's a great ability that you have. Shout out to that. <laughs> Don't patronize and it's, me. It's, it's, it's underrated. And uh, let's get back to the main question, right? Why it's not beneficial for men to marry. So, um, so I'm going to take it back to that question and go on to relationships. Many of us don't know how to relationship well. You mentioned contracting. And okay. I know so, that has to do with your, you know, BDSM background and all of that. Right. So we don't take examples of contracts altogether in life. We don't take uh, more use. We don't make more use of friendship contracts with our friends. Um, for example, uh, I told a recent friend. So I told a friend of a friend because they, they came to me about something and they asked me for advice. And I said, well, maybe if you want to be friends with that person again, maybe you should have a contract with that person um, because you like who that person is. You just don't like who that person is when they start drinking. Mm. So maybe you should have a contract with that person. Like, hey, I enjoy our friendship, but I don't enjoy the friendship at risk of you being uh, inebriated. So if you do want to drink and you do want to go out and have that kind of fun, I'm okay with you being that friend. Just know that when you start doing that, I'm going to leave or don't invite me. Because you still enjoy who that person is. You like everything about that person. You just don't like when they're drunk or they start drinking because even with two or three drinks in, they're not hammered. They're not, uh, they're not wasted, but they are like, they talk too much. 
or they say rude things and it's supposed to be accepted under the blanket of, I was drunk. Like, nah, you had these feelings before you were drunk. You just said them now because you are, because you are no longer drunk. Hmm. I mean, in all honesty, there has been one example of a friendship contract and I I hate to use this example while speaking to a man, but it was on a reality show. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Housewives of Atlanta, but... I'm not familiar at all. I don't even watch <laughs> TV that much. But there were two people on there who, they had a friendship contract because of the same example that you just, you know, mentioned. Like, they kept falling out, but they loved each other. And it was just really on some, like, I want to be your friend, but under these circumstances. And everyone clowned it on social media. And then it became a big joke. Like, when they finally, you know, decided to part ways, there was a ripping and a burning of the friendship contract and making it very, you know, dramatic. But it's interesting to hear you mention that as an actual thing. And I'm really curious, is that only because as an engineer, as somebody who works with, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, is it just that it's ingrained in you or do you really believe that it's something to be exercised by everybody? Cause that's weird. Uh, a little bit. No. So, so it has nothing to do with my engineering hat. Right. Um, so it actually comes from me being in, like when I fill out a relationship with my ex, when the only time I've heard of my ex is like baby mama. Right. Um, cause they're on good terms. So she's baby mama, good terms and other, and, and other names on bad terms, but baby mama. <laughs> so after my relationship with baby mama, um, my ex said the wrong good terms after a relation, uh, our relationship with her, like I needed to learn how to love again because what I had with her in that time wasn't love for mm. a long time. It wasn't love. Um, and I needed to relearn how to love because what I was doing was what we were putting each other through was not that. And we ne- I needed to address a few things so that anybody who came, came into my space and had my energy didn't receive any toxic traits or toxic, toxic fumes from my time with her. Right. So, um, I researched poly about being poly and I'm not poly any longer. Um, but I do carry those same foundations of being poly. I do very much carry the same foundations of being poly into relationships now. So, um, I did learn to be monogamous. I'm so proud of you. No. So hold up. Um, no, I'm not monogamous. Right? I don't believe in monogamous relationships um, because monogamy teaches you that my monogamy, uh, the philosophy of monogamy teaches you that if you can't do it in front of your partner, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Right? So I know you're a little different, right? Um, so I think, so in, in, as a single man, I could compliment a woman, right? I could say, hey, that's a wonderful dress you have on. You're wearing the shit out of them shoes. Like, damn, you look great today. You look great today, girl. I can flirt with her a little bit as a single man. I, even though I can go into a relationship, maybe I still like flirting. Not anything to where I'm endangering the relationship, right? And to where I'm taking somebody's number and like I'm planning dates. 
but more to the line of like, hey, I'm just flirting in the street, like, hey, that dress looks good on you. So now, with the philosophy of monogamous, uh, monogamy teaches us that if I can't do it in front of you, then I shouldn't be doing it at all. So how would you feel if I flirted or complimented another woman? And once again, you're a little different, so I speak for the masses. If I complimented another woman, uh, were you being four feet away? Like, damn, girl, that dress looks great on you. Like, how would the masses feel about that kind of conversation? I mean, when you say it so innocently, I don't really see too many people objecting to having it happen. The problem is, it doesn't always happen so innocently. It's not always just an innocent, you know, flirtish, you know, flirtatious comment here or whatever the case may be. Some dudes just take it too far. And, you know, a few bad ones spoil the bunch, unfortunately. So I think, again, it has to be a communication thing in the early on stages for where people got to talk about those types of things. And I mean, yes, you could talk about it and somebody could lie, but it should be discussed as far as why do you feel that I cannot flirt with somebody? What is the what is the harm? What harm does it do you if I compliment somebody? You know, for me in particular, if I do some, with the work that I do, I do, do, um, I do partake in, yeah, right, I have to step over that. I do partake in the flirting, right? I do partake in um, opening conversations and, you know, just rolling the ball out there to see like, hey, are we going to play ball and have a conversation or is this just stay here, right? So I do have openers to where I want conversations to get started and spark conversations. Um, is it always like complimenting somebody? No. It's can be whatever. But um, it, you brought up a great point that it's not always just that much. It, it does uh, exceed its limits. And while it does exceed its limits, there are those that just like being coveted and having conversations with just flirting. Mm. Right? Um, I am one of those people. You know that very well. That <laughs> I me, appreciate your honesty. Yes. You know that for me, like, I brought up this term before. I'm not out there dick flinging because I don't need to hit everything walking that's not part of my life and game that I want to be associated with. You know from my reputation that I don't want everybody being able to say, oh, I fuck Jesus, oh, I fuck like Jesus. Yeah, I had sex with him too. Oh, that move he does? Yeah, I know that move. When did he do that move to you? Like, did he do this on the second date? Like, oh, no, my God. I, my I have witnessed one so of those people. conversations was highly uncomfortable. Yeah. So those conversations do happen. They do happen in the King community as well as the regular, uh, regular lifestyle, everyday lifestyle of vanilla people. And... It happens, yeah, it happens more so in the king community uh, because people people do participate in swing and swingers will compare notes. So now, okay. I just... I am not a swinger. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, because I was, I was just about to say, like, I want you to, like, for the people who are going to be listening and not, you know, know anything about any of this. I want you to kind of explain like who you were what or are in the scene like 
what your situation is, like how, because you did mention that you and your sub are no longer. So, like, if you could explain, like, the, that a little bit, no incriminating inf information at all, but just, like, a generalized, you know. Okay. Um, once again, I'm a pro dom in New York. Uh, I do events for Bed uh, Bedlam, uh, Devosh, and sanctioned events. Um, I also get contracted out to other parties that I'll be going to, which are BDSM, mainly, and then there you have some, some swinger parties, and then you have BDSM kink or swinky parties, right? Because kink and swing. Mm -hmm. And you have those kind of parties, or sex-positive parties, where it's not fully swinger, and they're not saying, hey, all, all swingers come one, come all, but hey, if you want to have sex with your partner here, it's perfectly fine, we allow it, you go do what you do, nobody's going to bother you, right? So there is that much. Um, and give me the rest of your question again. What I do and what was the other part of it? The basis of like your contracting of your your contract relationship with your submissive and how it came to an end. Or yeah, how it came to an end. Uh, ooh, that's still fresh, so I don't want to get fully into that just yet. It's well, no, no, no. Not just, that's why I said but, how and not why. I said how. Like, okay. how did it... Like, how did you enter the relationship? How did y'all maintain? And then how did you come to the conclusion okay. of, okay? Okay, so um, we started with a contract mm -hmm. that had the span of six months. Uh, the contract addressed her needs and expectations and my needs and expectations. How we would address any and all issues. There's two ways to address that in that kind of regard. Where the higher... Uh, what is it called? What is it called? The high the demand, the high the protocol, and then the certain way, the other way you can do it is where you break things down. You strip down old protocol. You strip down just to, um, hi, my name is Brian. Your name is blah, blah, blah. your name is blah blah blah. Let's fix whatever we have going on, and then go back into our dynamic. Mm. So there has to, there was a, a, a like a kill switch almost to where y'all. React yeah, like y'all interacted in, in, in a way outside of y'all's um roles and dynamics, yes. And that was a, uh, that's the way we chose to do it because it was better for us to get our thoughts and points across without having the roles involved. Mm. <laughs> so it was speaking person to person, not big letter to little letter. <laughs> That's cute. Big letter, little letter. <laughs> yes. But that because interesting. as a little letter, you can't say, you can only express yourself in certain ways before it's uh, seen as disrespectful. Leading. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to start with leading because as a little letter, you were told to follow. But yes, disrespectful is also one of the words. Um,. And the way it ended was, or the reason, the way it ended was because uh, certain criteria weren't, weren't being fulfilled any longer. Mm. And as a, as it snowballed, uh, the tasks became heavier. So with the tasks being heavier and 
certain things not being fulfilled, it was better to walk away from that with little animosity. Well, with zero animosity. I was going to mention that because one would assume, you know, with all of those caveats being in place in the contract, that it would be on on a very amicable, you know, it would be a very amicable split. Mm-hmm. So, let me give you another contract instead of my subcontract, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was dating somebody uh, last year from Boston, and she came down to New York, and I met her at uh, at an event last, not this past, uh, the winter of 2018-2019. We kicked it off, and we decided to go into a relationship contract, right? Like girlfriend, boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Dating. And this will educate a lot of you listeners. Um, so she lived in Boston. I lived in New York. And we saw each other once a month. Um... She goes to MIT and works at Harvard. So her schedule is very busy. My schedule is also busy, but not to the extent of hers because of just her, her time altogether is consumed. So when she made time for me, we had time for each other for from a Friday to a Monday. That's kind of time for me. Like she would be born on Thursday night. And I think of work and um, she drives down and like Phones off during that entire time. Um, so that much was pretty good, right? Um, when we started to say, hey, let's, let's put some structure to this, it was probably two months after we had met, like, okay, let's, let's turn this into something. So I was like, all right, let's go for contract. Um, our contract, it consisted of a penalty. All right, and this is, so I'll get into the penalty and and tell you about everything. So our contract, it consisted of a penalty. Now, here's where your listeners should really listen in. The penalty payout was $2,000. 2000 Right? Mm-hmm. The penalty payout was two grand. Right? So, so the payout, the penalty included certain things uh, or breaking of the rules. So I was able to see who I want while I was down here. She was able to who she wanted while she was up there. Alright, so it's an open relationship. Okay. So, we had certain rules for each other. Um, Obviously, one, use protection. We both both got tested, so we were good. Use protection. Um, And a few other things that I'm not going to mention, right? Um, A few months later, she ended up getting pregnant oh. but it wasn't along the time frame that we saw each other like she missed her, her cycle twice and it wasn't along the time frame that we saw each other so I'm like I know you're seeing somebody else I know you're seeing and we'll just say the name of Gary right I, I feel like I know you're seeing Gary but like what's going on and she's like well I know we, we were smoking and drinking one night but um, we were smoking one night not smoking and drink, but we were smoking one night and we had sex, but 
as far as I know, everything should be good. And I was like, well, I, it doesn't line up with the time frame of your last period from when you sold me and everything. So that shouldn't be in that because you, like, we knew what there was and we're like, for ovulation schedule, that's how we planned for a trip down to me, right? So I'm oh, like, I was scientific you, with it. I mean, she went to, she went to MIT. <laughs> worked at Harvard. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, she gets paid to do research. <laughs> like, it's crazy. They flew her to Australia and Japan and other places uh, just to come out and speak on things. And I was like, we went a few places, so this is cool. Wow. So, and still yet, yeah. she manages to get caught up. It is what it is. <laughs> so, all in all, um, she ended up breaking the contract. Obviously. She ended up with a breach of the contract. And even though I wanted to say, I had to respect my own feelings in the beginning of the contract and understand that, hey, I didn't mess up this. She did. And she paid me out my two grand. She gave you the two grand? Of course she did. Oh, shit. I'm out here. Fu- I need to be having these niggas on contracts. I can be in pain. You what? So I had one strike and she had three. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. So, my one strike was um a one night stand I didn't tell her about. Like I just forgot about. And that one night stand was with an old partner of mine. And for whatever reason, I didn't really hide it. But I didn't really say it either. So how did you find out? Um, I think my phone's open. Like I didn't hide my phone. Um, for instance, um, like if I'm partnered with somebody, uh, I don't really hide anything about my phone, right? And I think that was also in our contract. So, um, like my stuff, her retinal scan is in my Samsung. Her retinal right, so scan? Yeah, so she wants to unlock my phone. All she has to do is look at it. Wow. But she knew, like, I'm not out here doing stuff. And, like, I am what I say I am. I'm doing this. I'm telling you I'm doing this. If I want to go do this, I'm saying I'm going to go do this. If I want to take this person out to eat, I'm going to go do that. If I wanted to go fuck this chick, I'm going to go do that. I'm not going to hide anything about it. But once again, I'm also out there. I'm not out there dickling. Okay, so I have nothing to hide. So when she asked me about, like, hey, did you go see so-and-so? Like, why didn't you tell me about this? I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I totally forgot, blah, 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 blah. And obviously she saw it. But it's not something I was trying to hide because if we're in this, I have, you have access to my phone. Like, I have voicemails from 2012. Mm-hmm. I mean, not voicemail. I have text messages from 2012 on my phone. So I have really nothing to hide when I'm like with a partner, because if I got stuff to hide and I got stuff to juggle, then I shouldn't be with a partner in the first place. Wow. If I still want to, if I still want to be out there living a the whole life when I could just be living a transparent life and saying, "Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to uh, invite this. Hey, I want to introduce this," then I shouldn't be doing this at all. But you also have to understand that you are a little different because you look the way that you do. You speak the way that you do. People are going to offer you 
more leeway in certain shit. Okay. And thank you for the compliment of saying I'm cute and handsome. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so yes, I can understand that. Um, yes, I am college educated. Yes, I've been in school. Yes, I have a good job. And I have certain looks that are attractive. Wasn't always that way. <laughs> Wasn't always that way. So which, which, I fully understand that. Which one can beg to say is part of the reason why you feel the way that you feel because this could be some, you know, get back from whatever, you know, past situations that have happened and so now because you have grown into your own, you are now in some ways taking advantage just a little bit. I wouldn't say it's taking advantage because for me, I know what I want. Um... And I know that if I go after somebody, I'm telling them, like, hey, you could either be a part of this or I can go find somebody else who is, who would want to be a part of it. And that goes to the saying of there are no victims, there are only volunteers. Mm. And the reason why you make no victims is you tell everybody every possible thing that is that happens to deal with you. And as long as you explain to them, like, hey, this is me, this is all of me, this is what I like. This is the kind of point I like. <laughs> like, just give it all. Like, if that's some, if that, that if that person wants to be there, and give them all the options to want to be there and say, you know what, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. I can deal with this. We can talk about this part. But nine out of ten of these things, I can deal with. Yeah. You understand? You understand? Yeah. And then you guys have a negotiation about that that tenth part. To where it's like it's give and take so one of our things was um, one of our part of our contract negotiations with um, with Danny was that she wanted to be we went out to dinner for every night she was here so she came on Friday uh, she came Friday morning right went out to dinner Friday Saturday, Sunday. Um, we had scenes. We had fun. Like, the whole wine and dine experience happened every night. Along with great sex and everything that went along with it. And all the fun. So, and her allowing me to have others when she's not around. So, I was able to have others to satisfy the in time between when she's not around but I was also conscious of the fact like she had a boy toy. And that's exactly what that is, a boy toy. So I was like, okay, I know who he is. I'm aware of him. And you go do your thing. You just let me know when you're doing your thing and just let me know that you're okay. Most men, again, are not comfortable with that. Oh, no, absolutely but, not. But want to go out and do four different things with eight different women. That that is that they is wanna, the facts. <laughs> they rather take they rather take a new chick, a possible new chick, out on the first date than say, hey, pick it yourself, let's go out, let's go out to eat, let's go to this restaurant with their chick. And that kills me because taking your girl out to dinner just for like for the for the hell of it, say, hey, get up, get dressed, let's go out, will take you so much further, and asking for things 
then you're trying to keep that side piece on the side to that new restaurant where you spent $100. Where your chick, you can go spend $80 with her, $50 for her, what? and she go back and blow you like, Dad, say what you're going to say. Flag on play. Don't be out here promoting to these niggas okay, you're right. to be cheap, <laughs> low-balling their girlfriends and then right. overspending right. to impress these hoes. Don't do that. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these guys rather take these new chicks out to places oh, okay. and overspend on a potential of something with a new chick than invest more into their chick. Okay. That sounds a lot better. But no, like, I hear you. Hey, and, 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 I, and I think that it, it takes a certain level of man to even see the logic in that because again even though you kind of take it to the extreme because you get your cake you get to eat it too and you get paid two g's to do it you the baddest bitch on the planet right now like i need you to teach me your ways because that is ridiculous the dates i don't need i don't i don't the contract listen i don't i don't need help with getting dates i need help for niggas giving me money for wasting my time that is amazing. Hurt. You took yeah. her out every night that she was there. Mm-hmm. She sure still did. got to fuck her dude. That's where she was at. Mm-hmm. She still got to see the guy she wanted to see when she was around me. Yeah. And you still end up having to come out of pocket two jeans? How you do that? <laughs> well, she messed up. Nah, nah. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Now, yeah, she like I said, she allowed me to sleep with others. I allowed her to sleep with others as well. But she's the only person she wanted to sleep with, she slept with. Wow. Right. And I didn't bring anything back. And not to say she gave me any kind of STD. Nothing. That's not the case. She just got pregnant. She didn't keep it. She had an abortion. And maybe I'm going too much, but... Wait, she wait, wait. And she still had to give you the money? Fuck out of here. She still had to give me the two Gs. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Now I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm tight. Sis took an L. I can't. Why are you tight? Because... That I've negotiated a contract with somebody else and she messed up. Like, I enjoy that relationship. Yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're tight. I enjoyed that relationship. That was a good relationship. She's a good Obviously. Relationship. But she messed up. Did I want to take her back? Absolutely did. Was it? I did want to take her back, but that's not the smart thing to do. Because the pain was there. Her being reckless was there. So instead of keep taking a person back, I'm like, nah, that's the third strike. You got to pay up. Mm, 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 mm. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. But I mean, I, I see that. I see you. You make a very strong argument for contracts and negotiations. I just want you to understand. I think everybody entering a relationship, and I think I might do a series on it. Um, I think I might do something on that just to, to have people understand. Um, but if these 
NFL players, if these corporations, if these basketball players, if these coaches, if we see contracts all across, if these people that do landscaping, regular construction, can have contracts to where, like, hey, this is the penalty of you messing up here. Why can't relationships have more structured contracts and uh, this structure to it all together? Like, hey, don't break my heart and waste my time, and then you don't have to pay me these five Gs. Oh, nigga said the price though went up. I hear you. I hear, listen. I'm all for it. Sign me the fuck up right now. And and yeah, you can have a, a, a time attached to the price. So a person. If you invest a year into the person, like, hey, I want, you wasted uh, a year of my time, I want $500 for each month. And you know what? My payout to you, if I waste your time and if I mess up, I'll do the same payout for you. Relationship contracts. I love it. I love it. So, Terms well, and motherfucking thing, conditions. Right? Yes. Yeah, so while marriage is a thing, marriage isn't really fruitful for men. And that's where we're going back to, right? Oh, well, the, yeah. And now that you say that, but marriage is the ultimate contract, though, because you can have a prenup and have all of those same stipulations in the prenup. People just never look at the prenup that way. They always look at the prenup of she gets half. And it's like, no, 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 that's your negotiation. That's where you put in your morality clauses, your infidelity clauses, your this, that, and the third. I've heard somewhere that somebody put in a weight clause that his wife wasn't allowed to gain mm-hmm. but so much weight. There's, yep, absolutely. And if you sign it, you have to abide. So I don't see how people think that marriage is so much different than any other type of contract. But most women see uh, a man asking for a prenup, whether it be white woman, Spanish woman, black woman, most women see it as a slap in the face. If without they're not even thinking, caring the rest if they're of emotional, yes. But if they think about it, then you could put it in there too, sis. If that nigga, if you are marrying a rich, yes, yes, what you call it, celebrity dude, yes, you want a prenup? Sure, infidelity clause immediately, immediately. It don't even have to rip. be. It doesn't. He doesn't even have to be a celebrity. He could just be a regular firefighter. He could be a postman. He can be a guy working at this job. He can be the average Joe. He can, he can be the laborer over the over here. He can be the... It doesn't matter. Put it into a contract to where you get what you want and you can understand what he wants. Like, for instance, if I'm a guy... <clears throat> if I'm a guy, why are you about this? Right? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm a woman, right? And you know what? I have a healthy libido. I want sex... A minimum three times a week. And I don't want one minute text. You need to work on your stamina. Anything less than 10 minutes, I get to come back after you again. At a minimum, I want sex three times a week. And if you give me less than 10 minutes, then you know what? I'm coming at you again. And I'm coming at you again because my libido support should be supportive of the fun I want to have. But see, so this, is where, every- this is where things tend to get a little biblical for me because... One of the key things in marriage is to not be unequally yoked. If you have a high sex drive, why would you want to marry someone who is the opposite to where you have to beg and barter for your sexual needs to be met? Why not just marry the person who matches your energy? 
and negotiate everything else around like it's always the basis on which people negotiate that intrigues me because like how can i put this matter of fact finish saying what you were saying and i'm gonna come back to it okay so people need to have a better understanding like of what can go into maybe a prenup but most women see it as a slap in the face because they're at a disadvantage of they're giving their time and effort like no you can really make this work in your favor because just because you add a prenup or agree to the prenup doesn't mean that you don't have the right to negotiate. Everybody has the right to negotiate their deal breakers and their needs and their rights. Um, for instance, just because you're a sub doesn't mean you don't have rights. Just because you're a slave or a bottom doesn't mean you don't have rights. You have rights. Right? As a bottom, as somebody who wants to be hurt and beat up and all kinds of nasty, if you want to be pissed on, you have rights. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. want to be shitted on, you have yeah. certain rights. Like, yeah. You're allowed to say not in my hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about what you negotiate. If you just want somebody to have free reign over you and free will to do whatever they want, however they want, then you're a fool for not expressing yourself better. Alright, because just because everybody hears the word relationship doesn't mean they know how to relationship. Absolutely. And that brings it back to the beginning of our conversation. Absolutely. So people go in a relationship like, hey, are we gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend now? Are we a thing? Are we a couple? Like, no, you need to ask this guy, you need to ask this girl, like, do you know how to relationship? What are your past five interactions with the opposite sex? Like, okay, tell me about your last five situationships. Tell me about your last five relationships. Tell me about your last five, however... Now, I don't know if you ever heard the word comet before, right? Heard the word what? Comet, when it comes to opposite sex. No. Comet. Okay, so a comet is a person, just like a, just like the comet in the universe, a comet is a person that comes and goes. Mm. Like Haley's comet. This comes around, goes around, comes around, goes around. This pop up every now and again. That's it. That's the comment. All right? So you need to negotiate all of that for how you want to be respected, how you want to be viewed, and how you want to, what you can and cannot accept. Like, no, I don't want to accept this, so either we need to find an alternate, uh, either we need to find an alternate, or... I'm going to request something higher. Mm. Like, for instance, let's say, let's put me and you in a relationship, right? Give me a don't. Something, give me a don't you don't want me doing. A don't in a relationship? Don't get nobody yeah, pregnant. <laughs> All right, so your your request of me is that I don't get anybody pregnant. That's a pretty simple don't because I don't want to get nobody pregnant either. <laughs> so give me another one. Um... Don't be kissing these holes in the mouth. Great, right? So I can actually work with that one. So, for instance, if you allow me to see other women, right? I'm actually a kisser. So I need kissing to fuel my fire. Like, I'm not just going to just pull out pump and start pumping and then, like, that doesn't really do nothing for me. I could have jerked off better. So 
I can't kiss, we, and we need to renegotiate this. We need to renegotiate my kissing. I could, my, I might want to have a higher demand from you. And my demand could be like, hey, I need, I need them cheeks every time I leave the house. Every time I leave the house, I need you to empty, I need you to empty my nuts. Every single time I walk out. You the see door. how niggas gotta drag it. But. But what, all right, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let the initial annoyance subside, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have this conversation with you very maturely. (laughs) Yes, you see, I, I dragged it a little bit, right? But that's just, that's just an example. But why the most extreme example? Because that... That is something that is so simple. Just because you don't want somebody to kiss somebody else in the mouth doesn't mean you can't kiss on the person's neck. It doesn't mean, like, it, it is only do not swap saliva with the most oh. minuscule thing. Why does it take that to be able to say you can now ask right, so for great. sex whenever you walk out the door? So great. So you renegotiated the terms of it and you brought up a new thing for us to work with. You see how you just did that? Who the hell is this calling? Ignore. Uh, <laughs> why did you get so distracted? But because it just took over the screen. And I'm like, why would somebody be okay. calling right when I'm about to answer what I was about to say? But no, I mean, that's not a negotiation. That's exactly what don't kiss these hoes in the mouth means. Do not kiss okay, her you... in the mouth. It's very plain English. Okay. Yeah. Don't kiss her in the mouth, right? So does that mean I get to... Can I just take her out to restaurants? Can I take her out to parties? Ooh, now see that's 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 too much. That's hold on. Hold no, on. No, I can't kiss her, but but can I take her to parties? Alright, see? This is why I'm not built for shit like this. I I, I can't <laughs> the multiple people thing only works if y'all are not in a relate as far as I'm concerned. It only works if y'all are not in a definite relationship or if y'all are doing things together. Especially now, I don't know how tuned in you are with like I don't wanna call it pop culture, but pop culture. This whole August Alcina, August Alcina, Jada Pinkett Smith stuff that's going on where it's being alleged that he was part of her poly relationship, um, you know, allowance, and he is now breaching a contract and telling people about it. And so there's a lot of, you know, controversy surrounding that. So it's really interesting that we end up having this conversation too, which is funny. But I just know me personally, I, I am very much am the person who you want to be funny. We could be hilarious over here. Like, let's not push boundaries where they need not be pushed mm-hmm. and I feel like asking to take a side bitch out to parties and having other people see y'all out together and then gotta see me too nah you you mixing and mingling a little too much mm-hmm. so I mean while I would be down for well I won't say I'll be down for negotiations there would be no negotiations because it's just going to be constant, you know, one after the other, tit for tat. And it's just going to be like, why we got to keep pushing these boundaries further and further away from it actually working? Okay. So now, while it's a deal breaker for you, right? And you didn't know it was a deal breaker before. So now it's like,
hey, do I get do I go back to being able to kiss her on the mouth? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> your negotiation really skills for. is trash because your your options are horrible. My options? <laughs> yes, these options you give it is up, horrible, horrible. But these are possibilities. These, <laughs> so while they might be horrible, we may want to go to the movie. Like I may be, I may see another person. It might not be nothing. And she knows about you, and you know about her, and she'll never be on your pedestal, or she never will be in the. She'll never be in the arena to see your pedestal, right? But I do want to enjoy some time when I am away. See, and then yeah, this so is where my maybe. ego comes in, because it's just like. Because if I allow you to have another guy, he's gonna want to take you out. That's what I'm. That's what I was saying. Like in in my head, I'm gonna be like, all right, because I will be the one to. I'm gonna need to be preoccupied. If I'm a, if I'm gonna sign up for this, I'm going to need to be preoccupied, so I'm not sitting up thinking about what you may or may not be doing, whether you may or be may not be kissing this bitch in the mouth. And I'm just saying, bitch, generally, not disrespectfully, but. I'm just saying it, it. That's the only way it would work for me. It, 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 I don't see anything. This is why I'm so upset that Shorty had to come out of pocket these two grand. Like, <laughs> girl. <laughs> but I mean, listen. It, if if it works for would you, you rather, would you have rather me come out my pocket for two grand? I mean, I just would have asked if it was worth it. That's all. Like, okay. I, I would have asked if it was worth it. I don't. I don't see. Like again, it's not necessary. Well, no. The 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 amount is a little egregious. I, I'm I'm impressed that she actually went through with it because you know most females would have probably been on. Awesome I got the now. cash app. What's the name to show you? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I got the cash app for to show you. <laughs> I got the cash app to prove it. Yes. But no, I mean, I again, like I said, that there is no more. It doesn't get any more mature than that. All jokes and shenanigans aside, that is a very mature way to handle things. I don't really see that too often. Again, I told you, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with the reintroduction of, of, of Amazo. Like, I... Because it's funny, you mentioned a comment. I was like, yeah, that's you, fam. Well, you text me. I was like, oh... How's this pretty girl doing? I did, I did. But I guess this, this was my reason. And, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm very glad and appreciative that I came across your mind. So thank you. And I will make sure that I reach out back to you more often. I appreciate that. But I mean, if you want to give the people your IG, you could, you know, use the time to plug your stuff. I know you said you got a lot going on. Oh, yeah, so we have a Silk and Wassy, of course, like they know they're on your platform. It's a King BDSM platform as well. Um, but we will be having a few different teachings. Uh, the teachings we've had in the past so far, the classes we've had in the past, consist uh, of, uh, let me just go over it. We had a BDSM 101 relationships class that had to deal with a female led dynamic. Mm. All right, so the male was a submissive, the female was, so now 
when we say submissive, he's a service submissive. He's not, uh, I'm getting pegged submissive. Mm. All right? So he's just a service submissive. Um, and he's her knight in shining armor, and she's the queen. Fantastic class. Um, they're very powerful black couples. They are doing nothing but buying properties now. Mm. Um, yes, black excellence properties. in the kink community. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's uh, that's the class we had. We had a fireplace class. Uh, we have had a we've had virtual kink nights to where we are doing virtual scenes of you know having the best fun of beating ass, fireplace, wax play, electro, uh, water sports, whatever. I feel like doing for that night. That's the kind of fun we have and show to our audience. Um, we have a pup play class, pup one on one class, where we are going to be teaching. Uh, not we, Kenzo, uh, Puff Kenzo, um, he's going to be teaching, let me get his IG right. Yeah, Puff Kenzo, P-U-P-K-N-Z-O. He'll be teaching a class next Thursday on Puff Play, what it means to be a pup, X, Y, and Z, and everything that comes along with that, which is fantastic. Uh, he was the 2019 Northeast winner um, of Puff Play uh, and New Puff. So he's Yo, also the 2020 right. winner. Yeah, he's also, I believe, the International Pup of the Year as well, of last year. Well, shout out so, to like, you, International Pup Kenzo. Yeah. yeah, let me make sure I got all his accolades and title correct. Because, um, yeah, it was the Northeast Puppy of 2018, uh, 2019 and the Northeast Puppy of 2020 because it has to carry over because of COVID. So he's a two-year SASH winner by default. Mm. Right, um, and that's a very big thing to be a sash winner. Uh, we had a boot blacking class. Our boot blacking class uh, was held by the 2017 Boot Black of Philadelphia. Um, and our boot blacking class, she taught us how to not only take care of your boots and take care of your leathers, but how to take care of your leather toys, your leather jackets, how to treat and restore. Um, oh, she did a leather restoration? Because yeah. I definitely got a biker jacket that needs to get touched. Yeah, she, she definitely did that. She definitely did that. It was fantastic. Um, um, but anybody who wants to reach out to her, reach out to me first. That way I can make sure I give you the right information if I don't remember her IG, correct IG at this moment. Okay. Um, we have a financial literacy class, uh, three-course class, actually, um, on financial literacy which is budgeting because people have money but don't know what to do with money um, and don't know how to take care of it all together. Like, you just let it go out of your hands like hand or water. So financial literacy classes, three classes, uh, credit restoration, fixing your credit, budgeting, and finance 101. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. So you're Those doing a lot. Like, you're doing a lot. That's amazing. Oh, I'm not even done yet. So oh, those three classes shit. will be held at as a ten dollar course and if you want an individual class it's five dollars. Um those classes are affordable. held at six PM for each night. Yeah, very affordable. Um and not all our classes are paid for. Um a lot of our classes are free, but there are certain classes that hey, we understand the value in it and we don't want to devalue ourselves by asking for you for like twenty, thirty dollars for it because this is information people need. So if you're not willing to invest five dollars and to know how to spend a hundred dollars, then you have a really big problem. Because mm. if you can go buy a hundred dollar pair of Jordans or uh, spend a hundred dollars on a bottle at a place, 
or forty dollars on the bottle, but don't know how to get your money correct and don't know how to budget or don't know how to restore your credit or fix your credit, then you have more problems on your hands than you know. I mean, that's the best way I've ever heard it said. So I definitely give you that. Thank you. Um, all of all of our mostly all of our classes are held by POC. Nice. So if I'm not doing a class, a person of color is doing a class. I believe nice. we only have one person of color not doing a class. Nice. Not doing a class. So um, I support my people and actually pay my my speakers. I don't just tell them to do the handshake for free. Um, so my speakers get paid, so I take care of them. Whether it's a free class or a paid for a class, I take care of my, my speakers. Um, so that would be the Bratz class, uh, the financial literacy class, the pub class. We have a terminology, a BDSM terminology class coming up for people that are new in the lifestyle and don't know all the terms, but want to know all the terms to protect themselves. Um, like felching. I was like, the hell is a felching? Yeah, and I was like, whoa, felching is something different. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> felching is anal sex and sucking to come out of that anus afterwards. Oh. All righty then. And then, like, you can blow bubbles. The person can blow bubbles or do whatever they want with it, but the result is that they have to suck the come out of the anus. Wow. I know, colorful, right? <laughs> wow. Learn something new every day. Yeah. So, that <laughs> so yeah, um, there's that. Yeah. There's That's something that yeah. I know now. <laughs> That'll be a terminology class. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else? You have impact with flair coming up. So impact with flair will teach people how to Florentine, how to uh, carousel. Carousel. Florentine is a four-point hit. Carouseling is a six-point hit with floggers. Uh, how to purchase toys. That's another class that'll come up with. Like, how much is too much? Like, when are you being uh, overpriced? Right. That's yeah, a necessity, so I'm be sure. Because anybody in the crafting business be dragging it sometimes. Yeah. So you need to know how to not only price yourself for your toys, but to whether or not, like, Am I paying too much for this? Is this a good price? Can I get this better somewhere else? Now, I'm not saying don't pay your people um, because one thing I know for certain is that people are going to get their money regardless. Somebody's going to pay that amount for that that person requested. So don't, if you're somebody who's making toys, don't go cheaper because somebody will recognize, oh, not only making toys, if somebody's making any kind of content or anything don't go cheaper because somebody will pay that price if they can pay if people could pay 180 for lebron's and for jordan's and for air max and for phone posits which they only get to keep for about a year or two they will pay for toys <laughs> and other things that they will get to keep for longer time so if you're a creator don't go cheaper um i implore you not to because you shouldn't somebody's going to pay that price Somebody's gonna pay your asking price, and you should know your worth. Um, that doesn't say don't make don't make discounts, <laughs> don't like promote stuff. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I think that's all that I got. You forgot yours. Oh. Silk NYC, Silk underscore NYC, S I L K, 
underscore NYC. So that's Staten Island Lovers of Pink NYC. So it used to just be Staten Island Lovers of Pink. So like, why not include the rest of the, uh, the rest of the uh, boroughs? Because the rest of the boroughs are include Staten Island and everything. But our following is actually wor- worldwide. So it might be Staten NYC has gone global. Uh, Silk NYC has gone global to be soon in the future because we have followers in Australia, France, Germany, London. Uh, uh, that's excluding the U.S. Um, in the U.S., our reach is actually on both coasts. And it is astonishing how fast people have grown and gravitated towards us. So that's dope. So that yeah, is dope. Well, see. congrats again to you for real, for real. Like I said, you know, you, you you got your hand in a lot of pots and they all cooking. So kudos to you. My hat's is definitely off. I mean, if it ain't making... <laughs> so this is, um, this is actually funny, right? So... Uh, how does the saying go? If I don't have any business there, then I don't have no business there. Mm. All right. So if you're on Instagram and you don't have no business, you're not generating and you're not finding a way to do things, find a way to do things because everybody's making money off of it. Um, like people are playing tag professionally. <laughs> um, there's certain ways, there's, there's ways to do everything and don't just go to your regular job like I do. Um, I have my other job and it pays well. That's what's up. Well, thank you so much. I'm hoping that this quality is not shot, but I guess it would be very uh, reminiscent of my beginnings and how rough my audio used to be back then, but my people still fucked with it, so I can't even really be mad. But again, when outside and everything opens up, I definitely see myself reaching out to doing another, you know, sit down with you in person. Um, I'm, I'm working on a few things myself. Thank you very much. Uh, my YouTube channel, Ooh, talk about it, talk about it. uh, I'm, 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 I'm playing around with a few different ideas. And so the more I get to talk to people, the more that I get to do these, you know, shows and episodes and everything, my live after five, you know, all of that good stuff. I, I'm looking forward to what, you know, the world is gonna look like once we get back to somewhat normalcy. Like I'm, I'm really excited. So, again, well, listen, I have to find. I actually like that name. Uh, yeah. Great job for that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be nice and add you to my Facebook, and I'll have you on. <laughs> I'll have you on today. Just make sure you like me that day, because some days you don't like me. <laughs> as long as you know it's because you be trying it but we're still cool I still got love for you and um, again thank you guys for tuning in until next time bye alright so are you hanging up or like how do you just end it <laughs>